We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. My mic just dropped off its stand before the show even started. The anticipatory energy cannot be contained. Our studio isn't ready for war about what we're about to do to it this week. Literally falling apart before we can get going, and I will be sitting this entire segment. I'm so glad I decided to tape this on my regular Instagram instead of just the show page because I have trouble getting views on that page, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, the Playmakers is pretty much the only thing that populates the Bet1140 feed on the Instagrams. It's a goal to improve this year. We still got time. Yes, we have plenty to improve upon, <laughs> including our attendance. But we'll get into that in just a couple minutes of where we were on Friday and the necessary discussions about where we were on Friday. But today we have a full slate of sports and other things for each and every one of you. Uh, It's going to be a lot about a bunch of random things for the most part. Hockey Talk will lead us off in the second segment after we get through talking about the weekend. Uh, Vegas, your Golden Knights are on the hot streak. Finally. We are just winning games, man. Left and right, left and right, left and right. Doesn't matter what goalies in our net. We're winning games left and right, left and right, left and right. This is what I love to hear. Mm. This is what we need. Yep. Um, We're going to talk about how hockey can't get out of its own way. Not related to the Golden Knights for once. Very nice. Very good start so far. At least somebody. Small improvement. Small improvement. At least somebody can experience that. Uh, We'll talk about the Women's Final Four Championship. Don Staley has some more net to cut up and send as inspirational tokens to other female leaders in the sports world. Uh, The redemption story, we're going to get into that. Uh, We're going to get into the Tiger effect. It is Masters week. We are going to be talking golf. Adrian, are you a golf aficionado? I am not, but I brought in my sharpest gray tee for the festivities. Does it have a collar? No, it does not. You would not allow... Or you would not be allowed to be at Augusta National today, but there is still time for you to correct course and for us to kind of chart the course of why Tiger's here, if it's legitimate, and what it says if it is. Uh, we're going to talk to AJ Perez from Front Office Sports because his uh, journalistic integrity and all of its friends have been doing some deep dive digging on the Washington football team, now known as the Commanders. Guess what? They're still not doing things right, people. I know, and, and, and now they're messing with people's monies, which yes. unfortunately... We're uh, going right to the jugular, the main money vein, so you know that things are probably going to come down from that, and then our final segment, room for so many activities, probably 
uh, a wrap-up of the weekend. We call it like sports ineptitude, sports Darwinism. I'm workshopping all of these names. And we're workshopping most of our equipment in here, clearly. So no. everybody is technically... Uh, day-to-day proposition, Adrian. No, 100%. Um, and, and shout out to AJ Perez, by the way. That story that broke over the weekend. Seriously, On though. Saturday. Yeah, just putting uh, in that work. Yeah, this, this man's been on all these shows and, and running the circuit of sports media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he was available for us. And look at us. As we grow Oops, uh, and try to make sure microphones stay attached oh to my God. proper things. Things uh, are losing itself. But we're, but we're getting friends, though. And that's yes. good to see. What truly uh, matters is that we are here and that we hope to go one day in a row every damn day we're able to, <laughs> to, right. to do that this weekend adrian your your workout goal thing yes workout regimen uh to be honest with you Lindsay, i'm a little nervous about today i switched it up oh woke up at 4 30 in the morning okay hit the gym in the a.m uh-huh. and now i didn't have that much of a of, of breakfast sure um, and I'm feeling a little like I went too hard in the morning as I just yeah. try to get used because I'm trying to find it because doing it super late at night is great in terms of the Zen of being there. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be tired the next day and I'm trying this to make sure true. I maximize my energy. Sometimes it's about disrupting the routine and just seeing what that gets you because it can be a, a great tool for creative energy for any sort of push that you're looking for. And uh, I think it's done its job in terms of getting us right up to our can opener, which opens up our show each and every damn day. It's time for the can opener. I'm glad that you're testing uh, your 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 gym goal and different fits of it because you have to be malleable. Because if you're going to go one day in a row, some days are going to be worse than others. Some days you're going to have no morning and some days you're going to have no night. Yeah. And so you got to be able to call yourself and say to yourself, is today the day? Is today the one in a row day? Is today the one in a row at this time of the day or this time of the day? Or should I be just resting in general? And that's kind of the call that I made on Friday right before our show was going to start, Adrian, because I was in the fetal position in the office because you were nice enough to like come in here and start prepping alone. Yeah, and, yeah, and so I can just space. have a few moments because I was not feeling great on Friday. And I've always been that type of person. I don't know if it's because I, I've just always liked the challenge of it. I don't know if it's like the hockey person in me that's always, well, we play to the last whistle. It doesn't matter what injuries we have. Like, I was fully prepared to, like, push through. I, I almost always push through when I'm not feeling well. Like, most days, I'm not really feeling myself, to be honest. But when I feel bad, when there's, like, actual pain, when there's, when there's like, too many um, – piles of of trash that make my body feel bad that day for me to push away then you're posed with a choice right and it took me a really long time on the floor in the fetal position in the office on Friday just going back and forth in my brain I'll be like Lindsay you can you can take the day like it's really okay be like no I can't because it's Friday we have one day it's two hours you can get through this like you just got to prep you just got to talk it's me super easy this is what you do Lindsay it's so easy yeah it's not that bad this isn't a hard job it's, it's not. not stressful. You don't get no, headaches. This isn't manual labor. We're yeah. not on the front lines. We're not we're not taking care of, of people or, or, or providing like a, a person to person service. We we provide a, a different type of everything here. But I just I was thinking there and I'm like, I really don't feel good. I really don't think I can push it for the next at that time three hours in my head. 
away that how badly I feel because I have to kind of go into a mode. We have to go into a mode when we're on the air. No, 100%. And we got to make sure that we come absolutely with our energy and everything. Absolutely. And so I'm not sure if other people have agonized over this or have maybe expedited their situations a little bit more as of late because we all know that the great uh, resignation is very real. We all know that we're all kind of exploring what our boundaries are, what they mean, where they should be placed with our relationships, be that person to person, person to work, person to other institution. Like everything's an ongoing conversation, like our our goal to get you to the gym every day, right? Yeah, facts. And then, but also it's important, you know, for instance, my sister, uh, she just got accepted to Boston University. What? She's- A terrier in our midst? <laughs> what did you say? Anything? Well, she, she's going for her doctorates, <gasps> which is unheard of. Oh, and- okay. Fancy feasters. Yeah, and she's been trying to go, like, this wasn't her first choice, but a lot of places, you know, what? didn't accept her. But she got accepted. And then so I'm like, okay, well, Congrats. now what's the plan? Thank you, because we have our, her niece, is my niece, excuse me, her daughter, four years old and everything. And she's like, well, the school I'm at, because she's a teacher, yeah. uh, she's like, I'm going to do part-time there and part-time online. And then most of my classes and everything will be done online to get this doctorate. And it's like, hey, like, obviously... Your financial circumstance is going to change. You live in New York City. You live in Harlem. Like, this is expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, you just need to make sure you find that proper balance because I know you're trying to attain this goal, and I know you're going to have to work a lot to maintain you and your daughter, but you also need your peace of mind. because. And and the thing is, too, is, like, all that's well and good, but then in my brain as I'm laying on the the floor, other people's brain, well, what is one day of rest going to do? What is this one moment of granting myself the reclusion that I seek. That's what I was saying because I'm like, that's that's all well and fine. Yes, I need to take care of myself. Yes, I need to do better. Yes, I need to be, uh, I need to put my oxygen mask on first. And then it's, then you start running through a different conversation in your head, right? Because then, well, is now the time, is it worthy enough now for this to be my rest time? Like, am I really that tired? Have I earned it? And I'm just going through, I'm like, this is such a toxic dialogue. If you really think about it, I'm so glad that I I chose what I did on Friday because I I was able to feel better within that day, but I don't think I would have gotten there if I would have said, yeah, I'm going to do the show. Because it's not that the show is hard. It's that I deny what I'm feeling and say, it's not your turn yet. It's not the time. You have to feel like this. You have to feel like this just for a little bit longer. It's okay. You have, but why? You can feel bad on Saturday. Yeah, but, yeah. but like, seriously, why? Why? What? What is there to prove? What the the ultimate goal? It's it's one thing when it's when it's your sister working to a master's and there's kind of like an end date. But like, I don't I don't really have like an ultimate goal. I'm like in mind right now. I'm like, so you just miss a day and your your dream of whatever ambition you have just crumbles, but it doesn't. But it feels like that. And I feel like our our relationship with to work, our society kind of fosters that, right? Especially in sports, if you think about it. Because it's about being the first to the rink and last one off. Of course. It's about shooting extra pucks. It's about going the extra Watch mile. It's about Exactly. It's about doing whatever you need to do to win, to, to, to defend your teammate. And I think it's such an unhealthy mindset. And a very all or nothing one. And I specialize in those in those rigidities. And so it took a lot for me to kind of finally say, give me give myself permission to say, Lindsay, you can go home, you can turn on Netflix, 
you can go sit in the chair. It's fine. Yeah. You don't have to feel bad about it. Because it's once I made the decision, then there's a whole other thing. Well, am I going to sit and flog myself all evening for this? Am I going to sit and flog myself all weekend? Am I going to not do stuff that I intended to this weekend if I'm feeling better because I feel that I owe my employer something because I missed work on Friday, right? And that's crazy how that's many people's circumstances like we have to live like that. Right. And that's the thing. We, we do, a lot of us do have to live like that. And and for someone like me who's been fortunate enough to to kind of ascend a little bit and, and get into a position where I can take breaks, it's really hard to let those habits and those old mindsets and just loops go away from you because you want to still think that you're the same person, what the the you know, the better parts of that previous version of you. And you don't think that you're necessarily like worthy of the moment to to do this and maybe a lot of people don't struggle with this as nearly as much as I do but I I think your point about how we don't always get that choice and sometimes we we are able to ascend and 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 make some progress but then we don't take the time to celebrate or we don't take time to recoup and ultimately I, I think that's what leads to a lot of burnout I think that's what leads to a lot of people um losing their way within themselves because we just won't do the easy layup for ourselves. It's too. Why, why? Why would I do it for this? Why would I do it this Friday? I could. I could have planned this. I could have made this like whole thing. I mean, I could play yeah, a little yeah. hooky from work. I can do it. No, like my body said to me on Friday, your ass is grass right now. You can't think about anything else. And I could force myself to push through it. I've done it plenty times before, and I'll do it again. But on Friday, I'm like, not today, not today. I didn't have any left today. And so I went home. I felt guilty about it for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, you know what? I already start to feel better because I validated within myself that I was feeling bad and that that's okay. It's okay because you care. Well, right. And it's okay for me to not force myself to feel worse. 100%. In order to just basically check a box, to get a show done. And I know that everybody missed us, the thousands, the millions of listeners. Sent you off into the weekend abyss without anything Friday. We were fun very to close. Chew on. We were very close very to close. me and Mark with the WrestleMania. Right. Um, <laughs> but if anybody's like exploring that right now or feeling like they're pretty close to a wall, give yourself a day. Just do it. Just see what happens. See what it feels like. Give yourself some if grace. If you can. If you can, exactly. Whatever, whatever capacity you can find grace in. Maybe it's not in a full day off. Maybe it's you sitting in your car for an extra 10 minutes and not in your driveway, go to a parking lot a few blocks away so you don't have to see, like, you don't have to uh, potentially deal with consequences. Go get an ice cream cone. And, and go I do, do something you, you've been putting off. And I do think that your thought process, like a lot of people battle with that, mm-hmm. and hopefully there's some lucky ones that are able to take a day off financially and what they mm-hmm. their obligations and everything. But it's interesting because just over the weekend, uh, New York Times did an article where they kind of talked to people in other countries where they've kind of normalized the four-day work week or four-and-a-half-day work week where they just, you know, they go into the office in the morning, but by lunchtime, they're out of there. Mm -hmm. And how much that's improved productivity and people's happiness and then also some of these new jobs. Quality of life. um, Is the, uh, what is it, no PT or like you can take vacation whenever. Yeah. There's no limit or anything. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we're coming to a head where like some of these things could change, some of these status quos. 
that we have the nine to five Monday through Friday and now expand that into another job that you need just to keep up with your bills. We think the Ford Motor Company's greatest contribution to this country is the Detroit Lions and their unbelievable franchise, but it's actually the nine to five and five day a week work week. Honestly, that is straight up how it rolls. And it does need to be revisited because we're not operating the same uh, reality and people are not going to make it if we continue to go at the rate that we do. Things are falling apart already before we even start. And so if you need a minute, if you need uh, somebody to give you permission because you can't quite get it for yourself today, I will give it to you today. But ultimately, we're trying to build up enough, whatever it is, to do whatever we need to for you, for yourself. Because if you, nobody else is going to do it for you. So we hope to take care of each and every one of you in that capacity and sports and otherwise. Let's hope to get this mic fixed in between the break, but I'm not going to be holding my breath. 11 for the bet. What up? How's everyone doing? You are now in the world I'm ruling. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Sometimes when I like literally don't have time to really plan out what I'm going to say, I I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and so I just start talking and then it starts going. And here we are back again on the Playmakers, uh, got the mic, you know, Reattached di- to the arm. Technical difficulties and all. We're here. Seriously, though. We're powering through on a Monday. This is how we're starting the week. Mezcutty Monday with the vibes, man. No, 100%. Uh, but Lindsay over there, just, just a quick recap. Uh, engineers, everybody walked in there. We're taped and we're ready to go, hopefully. Yep. Well, we're, we're ready to the go. Hockey gods right now for this segment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, although they are raining down favors uh, upon the Las Vegas Valley as of late, your Golden Knights are winners of five straight contests. Their latest coming last night in Vancouver in overtime. Uh, they made it interesting. They built up a two nothing lead in that first period. We're pretty much all over Vancouver for the better parts of that first and second period. In the third period, they let the Canucks kind of sneak back in. Some penalties allowed that. A couple of goals that went off our own people. And what do you know? We're heading to overtime. And we even gave up a breakaway on like the opening face-off. It was like, oh my God, this is an absolute disaster because, you know, Robin Leonard, he's just coming back from injury and he's terrible in shootouts, except he stopped that puck among many and was mostly great last night and even when Marsh so slipped on a banana peel along the boards before going on a three on one or two in overtime where it was finished by Shea Theodore on the back door uh it just seemed like the Golden Knights have done enough to earn themselves some bounces and it's not just in the way that they're playing it's who's out there as well because we can't just like discount the fact that um Brady McNabb's back out there with his magical hips of destruction. And then number 23, Alec Martinez, who literally makes everybody's life and job so much easier and takes some heavy minutes away from our top defensemen, like Shea Theodore, like Alex Petrangelo. Both scored last night. This is not a coincidence, my friends. But uh, as I mentioned, Vegas was pretty dominant early in the first period. There was a huge shot disparity. He had a big couple of saves late from Leonard in that first period, including uh, him where I thought he did a great job of standing his ground and not being apprehensive and po- uh, potential physical confrontation at the top of the crease. It's very easy for netminders to be pushed back in, especially coming 
off of injury. It's just your confidence isn't that high, but he wasn't yielding any space. He was challenging those pucks. He was staying in position. Uh, we even saw some different cycling down low below the goal line uh, in the second peer on the second power play unit, which I really like because it, it reduces those turnovers in the high zone. Um, but we need to get a little bit more aggressive, especially when it comes to actually putting the pucks to the net uh, and getting that stream going downhill because we can't just go around the outside. We have a tendency to do that and just look for a perfect shot. We're not looking for the perfect shot. But as I mentioned, the Golden Knights were pretty much golden until that second period, and then they battled back with a couple of grimy goals. And uh, it's just huge to to go on that little mini three-game road trip. I know it was only two opponents between Seattle and Vancouver, and then we're facing Vancouver here at home on Wednesday. But you go 0, and, 0 for 5, you know, a month ago, not even. Exactly. And then you turn this back around. You get some wins over opponents that you should. But we had been making mountains out of those molehills as of late. And so I, I just – I'm very enthused by what we're seeing, especially from – um, our netminders, Logan Thompson's been great. We've been si- singing his praises since he's been able to get a get some looks up here. And as I mentioned, Lentner, I thought, looked a lot better than I would anticipate someone who's coming off injury. And, you know, who knows? Like, they're they're doing what needs to be done and, and, and winning games and keeping pace. And so it's, it's coming down to uh, basically us, Edmonton, L.A., and then the Central Division. 11 games left, too, yep, by the way. Yep, and so it's all you can do is take care of your own plate, and that's what they've been able to do. So they have Vancouver on Wednesday. They have another three days off here again against the Coyotes and back up to Vancouver on the 12th before going through a, a little bit of a mini Canadian swing there. But I want to talk about a little bit of a larger hockey conversation here, Adrian, because what I saw over the weekend was a little disturbing. It's not anything that's necessarily new in the hockey world and settling scores and making sure people's confidence balloons don't get too big. But I think we really need to start looking at it for what it is, which, you know, I'm very hard on the NHL. I'm And, and deservedly so, because they don't handle a lot of stuff correctly, Adrian, just straight yeah. up. They, they leave a lot left to be desired. But at the same time, this is a game that does a lot of self-policing. There's a lot of the, the, the consequences that lie at the feet of the league or the powers that be that actually have been ground into our bones from the very first days that we go to the rink. And what happened in the Arizona Coyotes and Anaheim Ducks game on Saturday night, again, not exactly the most uh, unique of situations where the Ducks are up 5 nothing. They're, it's their first. They're en route to their first win in eleven games, first and foremost. But they've scored a couple of goals with the Trevor Zegerses and the Troy Terrys. That you know, it's the Michigan goal. We don't like it when we get scored on and be made a fool. And so, when there was a moment to kind of settle a score, Jay Beagle decided to jump on Troy Terry and basically beat the snot out of him. And mind you, Troy Terry was here for the NHL All Star game. He he's having a career like he's a, he's an all star he's he's on a superstar trajectory right now. Yeah. And Trevor Zegers isn't exactly a heavyweight either, but he's the most creative guy we have in this game right now. And again, dr- a driving force for a lot of these new imaginative ways that we're looking at this game. And the problem is, is that in the the hockey world, in the hockey gods' written book of unwritten rules. There is an argument. Heck, there is even uh, a privilege 
to those who fight or protect an individual ego over honor. This is what this is what this fight is. Because there's audio of this scrum where it, there's nobody on the ice that's mic'd up. This is this is Arizona Coyotes commentary guy. Yeah, this and it audio. Just, it, it, it's, it's the perfect encapsulation of what the mindset is. And you can't tell me otherwise because I was raised in this damn culture, people. I know what kind of sickness this does to your brain and how it morphs it into – morphs shadows into enemies when they're really just trying to play a hockey game out there. Uh, that's the problem sometimes with these young players. You, you want to embarrass guys and you want to skill it up, you better be prepared to get punched in the mouth. Okay. That's true. This has happened in hockey for forever. But this is this is my challenge to the hockey people. This is my challenge to the hockey people who have their their little ones in it right now, that are in high school right now, that are, you know, going to games and stuff. Because this is this isn't taught late in life. This is taught very early and very often. Protect your goalie, protect your people, and it's all true. It's but the thing is, is the minute you you rally the troops, they're gonna come because we're we're we're, we're trained to do it. But it's not always the necessary battle, right? Yeah. Like, why are you beating the crap out of Troy Terry? He had to miss the game on Sunday. His face is a freaking mess. You're down 5 nothing. Oh, these guys are laughing. These guys are chuckling at us on the bench. They're scoring on us. They're not even that good. Get over yourself, you're hockey get, players. Yeah, you're going to get kicked out of the academy with this type of behavior. It's absolutely ridiculous. And, and we protect behavior like this. We incentivize behavior like this. This is where it gets mixed in. Well, this is the fighting part. This is why fighting's so dirty. No, it's not. Fighting is necessary because you have to wash your hands. You have to have people that if I'm gonna if I go out there and I'm big skating guy and I slash the wrists of Connor McDavid, I'm gonna have hell to pay because a two minute penalty isn't gonna do jack squat to me. Even a suspension isn't gonna do jack squat to me because I ain't scared of that. I lose some money. But if Zach Cassian comes over and beats my face in, I'm gonna think twice. Yeah. My, my subconscious is going to think twice on doing that on C. McD and probably on a few other star players. And that's why you need that self-policing in the game. But it's the self-policing of actions that's different versus going upstream and realizing what our actions are truly inspired by. Because I just – to, to they – Everybody's picked a side in the debate. There's the old school hockey people are saying you can't do that. You can't be a showboat. You can't do. I'm like, all right, no fun league. You don't like celebrations at all. You and baseball. And then you have um, the people are like, well, they should be able to do whatever they want. They're just they're just skill guys. Like, just let them run wild. They should be able to just like be those a holes and run around. I'm like, no. Everybody has uh, room to learn some respect here. Yeah. But ultimately, there's only one person that was attacking and and punching. A player who has literally never fought in their career. And neither Jay Beagle's not a fighter either. But all of a sudden, this, this look of rage gets in there. And it's time to settle scores. And I get it. There, there's literally, in, in, in one of the books that I've read about trauma that I've quoted from here before, The Body Keeps Score, if your mo- mind is emotionally activated, you logically cannot take over. This is a fact. And so I get how we get there. So how do we how do we stop ourselves from getting there? We don't get offended when we're getting embarrassed. Because 
first of all, they're unreal goals. And second of all, how about you play better in the first place? Yeah, this is something that you can control. Correct. The and honestly, you're like, why are why is your ego so shattered by this? This is a type of ego shattering or ego uh, protection that causes certain people to walk up on stage and do things, right? I need to prove something that I'm a man or that I that what that I'm the alpha, and it has a cost. And this wasn't even a transaction that we were really even considering. We didn't want to buy this TV, but here you are. Took your baseball bat and you hit it. And now it's ours. Now yeah. you broke it. You buy it, bud. Like I said, this is this is a hockey problem. This is a Jay Beagle problem. This isn't an NHL problem. This isn't a boys hockey problem. This is in the similar light where we were talking the can opener of I will do whatever it takes to show that I'm all in. And sometimes we don't need it. Sometimes you don't need to show that you're all in. Yeah, not down to prove five it. nothing. Yeah, not it's it's just nothing. it's not it's needed. just dumb. Uh, but hockey is is just one of those games where the lines are so blurred and. And that's why the people have the argument for the fighting, too, because it's like, well, if you take it out, then maybe that height, that that level of aggression, if you never reach that, then maybe everything else kind of, you know, decompresses on itself. But I don't think it's the same game then. Yeah, no, it always baffles my mind as an outsider, quote unquote, just like how this is allowed and how this leads up to it in comparison to incidents in other sports. The one thing I did want to ask, though, is I noticed that like when he punched him. Dude wasn't looking at him. He still had his gloves on. Like, yeah. is that considered like? Oh yeah. You don't yeah, let the man take off his gloves. Yeah, no. Or, like, that, there's all these, um, you know, th- routines that you kind of go through when somebody is physically engaged in a fight. Like, if somebody doesn't hasn't dropped their gloves and they're unsuspecting, that guy's an a hole that's going after him. You're like, yeah. dude, I, I'm not here for it. But then people come back. Well, he should. He was asking for it. Mm. It's a very, great argument to make, especially in in, in this day and age. Way, they were just asking it. for it. Yeah. yeah, way to prove it. Um, but uh, amongst other hockey things, uh, as we kind of wrap up our hockey talk segment here, um, I'm gonna be heading down to the to the Dollar Loan Center tonight for the first time the, ever. The brand new, the brand new one. Your Henderson Silver Knights uh, are gonna be taking on the Chicago Blackhawks affiliate, the uh, Red Hogs. The Red Rockford. Hogs. Red Hogs, and so I'm really excited to to go see what that building's all about. I haven't been in there yet. I used to live over there, and I haven't taken that exit since I moved away, and so it's going to be very different, but I know that me and a bunch of other people here at the station are going to be Are you going to be joining us? I, I can't because I'm a father, and uh, I don't, don't want to bring them to such dangerous things. Lindsay, I had this kid watching WrestleMania with true. me. That's true. You don't want to have that to violence you know, <laughs> seep into his brain. You want to make I'm... sure he knows what's reality and what's what's make-believe. Hey, so this is AHL, correct? The Henderson yes. Overnights. In in the AHL and in, in, in lesser leagues as you get up to the NHL, like how is how do they view fighting? Like is that still Fight, when you're and- professional hockey fighting's pretty much legal ever. It's legal in juniors in, in like Canada for NCAA in college, not allowed. And you have to wear full cages. And juniors is basically like AAU. Yeah, it's like professional before you go professional. Okay. They they only have to wear half shields. Oh, and but and they can fight. And they can fight. Okay. Yep. That's and so it's just it depends. There are regional differences and nuances, but that's what we're here to explore all the different crooks and crannies of each and every locker boxing arena. We will stop at nothing to bring you the sports and the other things. And we're gonna shift gears into basketball and talk a little bit about the South Carolina Gamecocks and their big time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When I make a say. Oh, 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 oh. When I I make a say Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez The Playmakers Exclusively on 1140 The Bet Paige Backers did her best She's gonna slash and dash She's gonna alley-oop She's gonna 360 on your ass And still drain it from about, you know 18 feet or so But it wasn't enough for the UConn Huskies, they weren't ever really in the game. I caught most of the national championship last night, again, between UConn and South Carolina. South Carolina under Don Staley capturing its second national title. Last was in 2017, and you can bet your damn bottom dollar that Asia Wilson was in attendance. Yo, damn right. Um, her, Candace Parker. Yep. Uh, I know that they had a, a huge moment, even though Kansas didn't uh, go to uh, South Carolina. A huge moment after and the game. And it hasn't played for the Lynx either, which is even weirder. But you know what? It's <laughs> the basketball royalty. And we know, I, I, I think they know, we know that there's a different generation of women's professional athletes coming up right now in the basketball side. Like they're between, it's not just Paige. There's there's Aaliyah Boston. There there's there's multiple Aaliyahs. This I know, and and so I think there's this respect being paid forward and and seeing how poorly the NCAA equipped this championship, especially the last couple of years, to see how many people turned out to hear some of the stories I'm hearing coming out of Minneapolis about how full those those press rooms were, about just the the level of interest that hasn't really been seen or been allowed to flourish. Yeah, they had credential problems, which and, and exactly. problems in terms of, oh, we need to keep up with the amount of exposure and people that want to come cover this. Exactly. And so this this further legitimization process, this very long overdue legitimization process of, of all women's athletes or non-binary athletes, whatever, the non-normal core four, very glad to see that they uh, saw an excellent weekend of basketball all around. But yesterday's game, I, I think, served uh, a lot of sports tropes last night in terms of, I know last year South Carolina fell short, and it was a really tough thing to do, Like especially for, for 
um, Aaliyah Boston, who she was very um, loud after the game yesterday talking about how tough it was on her, about how people were making note of her tears, about how she missed the final shot and stuff like that, and how she used it to fuel her for this particular run. And it wasn't guaranteed for South Carolina at any point. Yeah, no, this this was a difficult race. They were, you know, they were a number one seed. But, I mean, when you're going up against Paige Beckers, who grew up 10, 15 minutes away from, yep. like, a lot of momentum in UConn being the dynasty that 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 they are. I mean, this is the 14th straight time that they made the Final Four. Um, so, no, nah, it, it was an incredible stage, and it, it was cool to see, you know, and we're going to get into this, but just that redemption and how much it matters to her, even though people kind of viewed that as, like, oh, no, that's soft. Like, no, that's that's that you care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Are redemption and revenge the same thing? You know, when I, when you originally posed this question, I was thinking about it. I was like, at the start, dictionary.com. At the start, to me, mm-hmm. um, they're different things. But they feel like different things. But if there's a person in front of you and they come into your way again, which happens a lot in sports, mm-hmm. I think eventually that redemption turns into revenge because redemption to me is is wanting to complete that process of winning a championship of trying to get these accomplishments and that revenge is trying to solely get over that person. And if you're good, you're usually going to run into someone who stops the original process of trying to win that championship because they're also wanting the same thing. So to me, it kind of blends into each other. Um, uh, it, dictionary.com. According to them, revenge is a verb used with an object to exact punishment or expiation for a wrong on behalf of, especially in a resentful or vindictive spirit. Number two, uh, to take vengeance for, to inflict punishment for, to avenge. It's very uh, violent language. Uh, think well, about it. Yeah, usually associated with that. Or that's what we like to turn it into, right. right? Redemption is a noun. Very different person, place, or thing. An act of redeeming or atoning for a fault or mistake. Deliverance, rescue, atonement for guilt, paying off. So it seems that both of them, both of these definitions would imply that there is a debt to be paid. It's just that one comes at the expense of someone, or at least in the spirit, its main spirit of being at the expense of someone else. Versus redemption is very self-serving, I think, in a good way. Because then it, it, you become the, the project. You become the motivation. And I can't, I'm not saying that there's not room for both in this. But as we were talking about earlier um, in our show and the can opener about like taking time off and just what, what fuels you, what your mindset is, right? Because... It's one thing to have the fuel, and it's another thing to have the actual steering wheel here. And I think for a lot, the easy bargain bin answer is revenge, because I think anger is our, our easiest mo- emotion to probably experience. It's our easiest one to shut down, too. But And it's much simpler than having redemption of something that inherently sounds more big picture well and we always think about uh, conflict as taking place of outside of ourselves we're in conflict with someone else an outside force rather than in conflict within ourselves with ourselves and so i think in many ways we rely too heavily or or we reduce too much stories like uh, uh, specifically Aaliyah boston's to revenge but 
I think if it's just revenge, then it still feels empty after. Like, you can tell that she was really relieved that she had accomplished something that wasn't just like, I vanquished my opponent. Because even even if you're able to climb back and say it's all about revenge and you beat them in the way you wanted to and then you, you, you mopped the floor and then they cried and then we saw snot fly out. It was super embarrassing. Their mom came down. It was really weird. All that could happen. But when you go home after the parade and the confetti's just being found in your shoes and in your clothes and maybe it's a week later, do you feel like you accomplished something? Because for some, as someone who has, has accomplished goals with both, in both modes, I, I certainly didn't feel that um, feedback that I was looking for for myself, like that, that permissibility to be like, yeah, damn it, you did it, Linz. And so without that redemption, without that looking in the mirror, and I think that's where where Don Staley does a lot of people a big service in this industry, not just basketball but sports in general, because she is someone that has never deviated away from who she is, what she is, how she is, and she stands by it. And she proves that it clearly is a recipe for success. But there are plenty of people trying to mess up that recipe before you even make it the first time or even the second time because they're not always convinced you can make the dish again or we had different chicken which, that time or we had, you know, whatever. Yeah, which is exactly what Don Staley was going up against trying to win her second national championship. And even exactly even her first as a coach, like in college when she played in Virginia, she never won the national title. Right. So for her, there was some sort of redemption. And then that that can help her as she coaches uh, Aaliyah Boston and being like, hey. I know what you're going through. And even with Aaliyah, like the whole thing was she wasn't trying to just beat Stanford because that's who she right. missed a shot in, in the final four last year with. Exactly. She was trying to win the entire championship, which again is it's not the person. Yeah. It's the process of trying to accomplish the goal. Right. I think I think success is less about coming at the expense of, of other people rather than it being about each individual person and pouring themselves back into it because – at the same time, too, in the times where I've accomplished goals and it's been about redemption and stuff, I'm ready to go again, like really close after. You're like, I, I feel I, uh, that feedback or, or that allowance of success, right? It's about the motor. And just to see, it, it's very rare that we get the organic moments where we've had somebody on the stage get pushed down like that, work their way back up, and then end up in the point of triumph. Like, that's what sports is truly all about. But I think when we see it on the stage that we did in Minneapolis and with the teams and with the women involved, like, just of what college sports and specifically women's sports has had to go through these last few years. Like, they're the best of us. Like, the WNBA, the, 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 they've gotten it the most figured out. Hockey's behind them. Soccer's behind them. Like, we're all figuring it out. But they're the ones that have have managed to break the mold the most. No, 100%. And, and lead so, the way. It, exactly. And so I'm very enthused about the future of this of this sport and its ability to show us that nuance, to show that your success can be about the journey rather than about the story that built up your past. Because that's a lot more sustainable. Hate is not sustainable. Negative energy isn't sustainable. But positive energy where you can go back to it, where you can remember what it felt like, 
Like that's just a different level of 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 rocket fuel, I think. And not only that, like even UConn's story with this year, Paige Beckers was injured, and mm-hmm. they at some points they only had six players because of COVID and injuries and stuff. So to see them be in a position where, although you see UConn, and like I said, fourteen straight, this was a path that they've never had to take, where people were not expecting, even with the superstars that they have. And I think the momentum of this, I think this, I hopefully this keeps up because this year, uh, the the college athletes, uh, the women playing basketball, like they they did something incredible where 88 women declared for the upcoming draft in the WNBA. Mm. And obviously, there's not 88 picks. There's just two rounds. Right. So hopefully this pushes and just the more talent hopefully can lend itself to more expansion um, because there's going to need to be room for well, all these Well, it's not just talent that, has a, that, that needs a place to go. It's It's... You need a place to go and you need a plan, an upward mobility. Like these are these are young women coming up now with NIL money, with deals, with with being brands and being businesses themselves before they get to that point. So they need an environment that supports that. And so that's why when we we talk about how ass backwards the WNBA news was a a, a few weeks ago about the the flight chartering and New York Liberty stuff, I'm like they need to expect this as a norm. Because this is where the business is going. This is how it grows. It's already here. And so if if you're not here to row, throw your oar overboard and jump in yourself. Get out of the way. If you're not ready to be fully involved in a full experience that we see like this and with, with people that don't just have goals for themselves professionally in the game of basketball and the brand, and what their brand does for that, but have social justice measures in addition to that, like Paige, Paige Beckers is going to be a huge deal among m- very many people. But Paige Beckers is one of those athletes that people will always talk about because she's a transcendental talent. And she knows that. And she knows her place. Just and watch Lindsay, her SB speech a couple years ago. And Lindsay, when the final four started between the men's and the women's, she was the most popular player yep. that you could name on yep. both sides. Like she's a superstar. Yep. They hear. We hear. We're ready. And I'm super pumped for South Carolina. I've never been down there, but any place that puts up a statue of a woman for her accomplishments is automatically on my good list, on my happy list. <laughs> Asia Wilson. Exactly. And and what that does is it fosters an environment to say, this might be your future too. We want people that want to make a difference here. What does that do if you say that to another 10 women and they believe that for 10 more years just it's exponential growth just invest in it people that's all we're asking second hour on the way love for the bet we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.